We're uh, we're doing a podcast, or we thought we were. I mean, it we seemed, kind of are. We're in a we're in a weird in between space, like a purgatory, a, like just a, a constant, like that movie, The Others. That's us. Oh, like uh, are the the ghosts our listeners? Yeah, except ours is more like that scene from Scary Movie. Is it three? Where it's Michael Jackson underneath the little veil. Do you recall that scene? Uh, that that is. I I think I quit after two, and I don't don't remember that. So I'm gonna say it's three or four. I think I think it's three. Charlie Sheen is in the in the others, and he's like the little girl on the floor. Remember that scene where the little girl turns around and has like a creepy old woman face? Oh yeah, with milky eyes. But instead, it was just a face of Michael Jackson. And people are like, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh Michael Jackson, that's he's famous a thing that I know what is." When 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 all of my friends are making these jokes that I don't get, and they're just like, "We're really into like making references to things we know." Like it's for me. It's this one's just real for baseline. Me. Like everybody knows who who Jacko is. Did Michael Jackson get a shout out and we didn't start the fire? Hmm. I, I guess not that I know of, but I, I I think that Billy Joel was going for not his own contemporaries, but uh, the 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 cultural voices that formed him. He should have he should have brought himself up. Just thrown in Billy Joel. I think that he should probably consider that song an eternal work in progress and just be adding new verses every few years. Just yeah. By now it should be about twenty five minutes long. Yeah. It it should be every year he should have like uh like a Eurovision style contest where he reveals what's been added to we didn't start the fire. Is is he going to be like really lazy and just be pick pick the best lyrics come up by some up and comer to add to the song or is he And every year baby, baby gender reveal parties <laughs> are disqualified. Maybe they should work the new verse into whatever the Super Bowl halftime show is. He can be the and featuring act to J-Lo just, or whoever's got it. We should do that. How about this? You know, For all these people who want to do baby re- gender reveal parties, but it's like, stop. People are getting uh, killed and uh, acres of uh, unspoiled forest are being burned down. Uh, we could just do a compromise where you could do a gender baby gender reveal, but you have to do it during the Super Bowl halftime show as a part, as a part of the Super Bowl. Halftime. I'm sorry. Not like, not like take a break from watching the Super Bowl and go reveal the gender of your baby, but we get everybody who's into Ooh. doing gender reveals and they're all just allowed to set them off all, anything you want, pipe bomb, smoke <laughs> grenade, but but to keep it classy, we're just there's gonna one have... lady just cutting into a cake to reveal what color the inside of the cake is. There's another guy like firing a rocket launcher, but they're all just crammed in like into the 
into the middle of the Sugar Bowl or whatever the name of the stadium is. Well, they, they should all get to march onto the field carrying a giant American flag prior to said reveal. Right. And then, then it's just but it's, chaos it's, on the field. That... It's all shades of gray, and then there's question marks instead of stars. What color will it be? Will Will my baby have like a hard fucking Johnson or a wet little pussy? Find out <laughs> at the end of my party. Oh. Oh. All right. Well, you know what we came here to do. We we came here to figure out a, a, a podcast to, to get rich off of. We're in the middle of recording a podcast. Important work is happening right now. Please shut the door. We are recording yeah. a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking to someone <laughs> off, off mic. Mm. Well, I've got one. I've got it. All right. Idea. Yeah. Hit me with an idea for a podcast. This we one... still, this is, I, I'll just preface this by saying that, I believe this is our 100th recording. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I have so many people to thank. Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, you, Nathan. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the unbridled success train that, that you uh, gave me a ticket to. Yes. I'd like to thank all 11 of our listeners and my Lord and Savior, L. Ron Hubbard, mm -hmm. with which all things are possible. Yep. One, one of these days, I'm going to join you in your boat city. Mm. Hey, I mean, no rush. I'm, I'm here for the next thousand years. That's true. That's true. By the time I, I go to that boat city, uh, I plan to at least be uh, partially android. I don't know if there's ever been a half android. I'd like to keep my top half, but uh, have legs that don't hurt would be nice. I think I'm going to go flesh right down the middle. Ooh. So I can keep like... Human face, human dick, human butthole, then bionic arms and legs and ears. I, and I've, part I've of, changed part my of my mind. ass cheeks. <laughs> I, I I just want a metal backpack that's fused to my back that contains all the vital organs. So everything that I've actually got going on right now that I've mostly ruined, I am completely free to keep ruining. I've got like a backup generator backpack for for filtering everything. Essentially, I, I like this visual. It's a you have like a you have like a, a robot body, and then your head is just resting on top, kind of like your chin is just on top of this robot body, and then behind the robot body, there's just a little pouch. And your little, like, withered, atrophied human body is just sitting in that pouch dead. Mm -hmm. Your head is just hooked up through some sort of an Elon Musk chip to the robot body. And as long as nobody figures out that they can just go up and whack that little sack on the back with a cane. <laughs> I, it's, it's kind of like the, the Daleks from Doctor Who, but 
Like, make it look cool and not like a trash can on wheels. <laughs> You're just in there. Just your muffled voice, like, ha-ha, it's me. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be far less into eradicating and more like, I'm your party dumpster, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, will you pour a beer in uh, port D7, please? <laughs> yeah, several little access panels that people have to open up. Oh, I'm so drunk. Hey, open up panel 532. Now, that's my penis. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I want I want my penis to be like a uh, a tape measure where there's a button to hold, but when you let go of it, it just winds itself back <laughs> up again. <laughs> it can get super duper long, but then like it gets more and more unstable. Oh yeah, and then at some point, it's like <laughs> it makes a big <laughs> scares the cat. Well, I mean, at, at at that point in my life, I am probably going to be all about scaring some cats with my penis. Mm. Hey, why wait? Mm. That's Fair what enough. I say. Well, here here's my podcast idea. It's called Puncher's Chance. And it's going to be a podcast where uh, we interview uh, professional and semi-professional fighters and find out who the strongest is. Whose punch is the best? Who can punch strongest? So this is um, like a podcast version of that reality show where uh, Stallone was doing like the Great British Bake Off, but for punching. Yeah, but for punching. And and we can get into the, the different styles of martial art and... You know, yeah, we'll, I guess we'll have like we a did... judo person on, and they're like, oh, "I'm pretty good at punching, but I'm more into throwing people." And we can be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, get off of is, our podcast. This is just punching; it's not boxing. It's it's we... it's what's the best? Who who makes the best punches? We, we have we like... want to give you Michelin stars, but for punches, we have like uh like a kid who does the knockout game, which I guess if you think about it, that's kind of the X Games of boxing. It's like. Well, yeah, like uh, you'll get busted by some mall cops, but give it 10 years and uh, these guys will be getting like multi-million dollar endorsement deals with uh, energy drinks. <laughs> Hello, my name is is Graydon, Graydon Carson and uh, Bang Energy gives me the uh, power I need to follow through on a punch when I'm punching out some stockbroker walking home. Uh, from his mistress's house. Mm -hmm. That would be a great episode. And, and and we can do episodes where we pare down punchers by genre. Like that that would definitely be an episode. We we'd probably have to we probably need to download TikTok right yeah. now if you don't already have it. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of other kinds of punchers. We could get like a guy who makes a pizza dough. Mm. They do some punching. We 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 can get uh people who are uh punching those ballots. It's almost election day. Mm. Who forces oh, yeah. that that Chad through the hardest? I want my vote to count, baby. Three hole punchers. Mm-hmm. 
fruit to... punchers. Yeah. I, I think that the Hawaiian punch kid, uh, he's got some big fucking fists. He can pro not a lot of arm there. But I, I think he could probably uh, cause some damage. How old were you when you realized that that's not antlers on his head? Um, I think I just always assumed that he was using a whole lot of gel. It's that that, to... that was the uh, the style that I grew up with. Everybody's hair was so Everybody... hard and gel like. <laughs> just... It looks like antlers. It's supposed to be like a tattered uh, straw hat. Oh, I thought it was his hair. I need no. to look at a picture of that guy. Bring up a picture. Tell our producer to bring up a picture of the Hawaiian punch guy. I thought it was antlers. I thought for some reason he was a little squat man with a floral print shirt and antlers. Yeah, I'm looking at him right now, and I get that it's a hat because there's a little bit of hair under it. I just thought he was a redhead, to be honest with you. (laughs) He just styles it out to the sides, a la Pippi Longstocking. Mm -hmm. Another great puncher. Another excellent puncher. I don't know. I think Pippi might win this thing. Pippi could take it all home. What and, and a puncher's chance, that is a saying, correct? Yeah. Where does that come from? Uh boxing. But don't it, they it, all it's, have it's it's like a, a guy who's uh whose science isn't the tightest, but he's just throwing haymakers. So there's a chance he's gonna connect and win against a, a more trained uh, fighter. Oh, 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 it's all part of this uh conspiracy that the uh, boxing community has that they say that there's more to it than just punching people. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, it's like chess. He's got, got, like, bad footwork, and he's maybe got, like, a belly, and you know he's going to get tired midway through the third round. But if he connects with one of... Butterbean always had a puncher's chance because if he got one punch in, he was going to fucking win. See, I'd, I'd subscribe to the idea that that's all boxing is. Okay. Just a punching. But what about the little little dudes, the little little dancy mans? You ever see a little dancy man win? Oh yeah. I guess I haven't watched. Of course, any they boxing. they normally fight other little dancy mans. But yeah. I, I know Roy Jones Jr. like went up into weight classes where he's just giving up like twenty five pounds to a guy and still would win. Well, he famously was afraid of no ghost. <laughs> Oh man! He comes out, <laughs> ghost punchers, Jones Junior. All right, here is my first idea for a podcast. Okay, this is called. Oh, <clears throat> sorry, I uh, I forgot to bring something up. I had a note here, but we could skip it. Uh. This podcast is called Where Are They Later? Where Are They Later? We're all familiar with the concept of a Where Are They Now show where you take someone who is a celebrity uh, uh, at some previous time and then you ask the question, where are they now? Assuming they are not still a celebrity because fame is fleeting. So where are they now? That was the old question. 
in today's society of five minute millionaires, where are they later? We talk to some people who are currently at the peak of their fame, and we say, what's next for you? Where do you see yourself in five years? Are you still uh, making videos of yourself punching holes in drywall? (laughs) When you first uh, brought this concept forward, my idea, uh, it's not necessarily something we should do, but I always see the where are they now things as... uh, clickbait advertisement articles at the bottom of reputable journalistic sites. Oh, yeah. It always has that uh, picture of the girl that looks like Minkus from Boy Meets World, and it says, you won't believe what happened to this child star. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Minkus is a woman now? (laughs) Boy, oh, yoing. (laughs) But what if they just uh it, in, instead of looking for their current where are they now pictures they use that digital age progression technology they just slapped it on top of them and then we could like possibly tell that story of 20 years from now yeah you know, we get 10 years later uh digital age progression 20 years later and uh all right listen this is we're no we're not we don't shy away from artificial intelligence on this podcast Maybe we use artificial intelligence to uh, take a peek into the future, see where they are later. We can use one of those face aging apps. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, we could go uh, old school and just get our, our uh, dueling crystal balls out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we could just... Uh, how, do, how, does a, how does a newspaper... Um, what do you call it when you when you announce to the world that someone has died? An obituary? Obituary. That's the word I was thinking of. Um, how does an obituary start? Um, See, they don't I have think a the good, most like, famous one is Ding Dong, the witch is dead. Ding Dong, the witch is well. No, I mean like something we could feed into the AI, into the Podtron. Like so it's, we would say, like Justin Bieber passed away today. Oh, Why don't I just try that and see what? I I'm wondering if uh, like there's a uh, templates for making your resume or a cover letter. I'm wondering if there's an obituary template. I'm looking for one right now. Ooh, add premium obituary templates. That's a little pricey for me. I'm going to go down to f- just free. Uh, They normally start with in loving memory. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, I was thinking that we could just, you know what? They should. Let's, we need to create a new standard, uh, standardized version of an obituary. And I think that they should all start with, well, my name's the Grim Reaper and I'm here to say (laughs) Ruth Bader Ginsburg died today. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Oh. I'm 
tempted to say too soon, but I can't hurt anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, t- tell it to my uh, robot backpack where yeah. my heart beats anew. Yeah, uh, it w- it would have been too soon in 2014. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah where are they later? Where are just they basically, later? Uh, maybe that's what it is. We just write obituaries for uh, current celebrities that are at the top of the heap. That That's a, a pretty solid idea. We, we could also take it... Uh, in a minuscule way, we we could do an interview and not let anybody plug anything they've already completed or are doing that week, but purely focus on six months from now. Oh, oh, that's not too far in the future. So it it can be aspirational and it's be a like, called shot. I, I, I but know not that one you're of those here to like promote your 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 works to our many listeners, but. We're already about. Uh, we're, we're we're so much about the bleeding edge, and and I I just got to go further than that. Yeah, I like that because you know in school you your teacher would make you write the letter to yourself where you're like, dear me, how is it being president now? And then you get that like when you graduate, and you're like, oh, well, I'm not president but not because I haven't had a chance, but because dumb five-year-old me thought that you could be a president when you're 18. <laughs> yeah. I got that, and I was just like, yeah. It, the, the teacher that had us do it had moved out of town, and she actually came back to town for our graduation to give us all of our letters. She'd kept them, and it was mostly just really touching that this lady that I hadn't seen in seven or eight years remembered and showed up to my graduation, you know, she was like, sweet, sweet thing. I just wanted to give this to you. This is your letter to yourself on graduation. Um, why don't you read it out loud? And it says, how are you married to Mrs. Wonderberg? Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, are you? I know I've that you're been, legal now, and I've you're been a waiting. big graduated all boy. <laughs> oh, all these years. Yeah. And then I came in my pants. Right, right, Just, right at that moment. Oh, <laughs> are oh. we married now? <laughs> Do you need this? As I reach into my pants. <laughs> Scooping it out. <laughs> to make a baby with it. <laughs> oh. Quick, quick, make a baby. <laughs> oh. I, I'm going to save it in my Hawaiian punch bottle. <laughs> Mm. That was a fun day. Future generations will look back on that bit and be like, why did Nathan choose the name Mrs. Wonderberg? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you chose a name because I, I probably would have blanked and just said the real teacher's <laughs> name. <laughs> Where is she 
later. <laughs> Wait, where are you later? In my marital bed. That's where. <laughs> Just... mm. All right. Do you have another uh, another idea for a podcast? I sure do. And this one is called Is Nothing Sacred? And it's an artifact investigation podcast. So we would probably start with some internet research uh, for artifacts that are supposedly sacred. I was going to say. we either confirm or debunk. All right. All right. So we, uh, what kind of artifacts are we talking here? You know, uh, uh, things that belong to uh, saints, llamas, queens and kings, uh, possibly uh, statues that bleed from the eyes. I know we, we've talked about those before again, but, or before, but uh, oh man, sometimes just weapons, sacred weapons to kill demons with. A lot yeah. of these things show up in, in popular media. But I, I've never gotten my sweaty little fingers on any of them. And I, I'd, I'd like to know if I can feel the power. Yeah. Let lesser known lesser known uh legendary artifacts. You're uh not not so much the uh Shroud of Turin. But more like the Shroud of Ernest. The Shroud of Ernest. We're testing it for AIDS. Have you heard that uh have you heard that one? That 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 uh, Jim Varney didn't die of lung cancer; he died of AIDS. That that he specifically died of AIDS from Freddie Mercury. Oh, I had not heard that. That is a that is an actual. I mean, it's not like a schoolyard rumor. It's like a thing that uh, floats around like blind item pieces from time to time. That apparently they were friends. That's kind of cool. Man, there are so many Freddie Mercury stories that I would have liked to see a film of more than that shitty Brian Singer <laughs> Freddie Mercury movie that still won all kinds of awards. But man, God, I would I would have a, a totally different opinion of that Brian Singer one if there just been a, a just a split second of uh, hot sweaty sex between Freddie Mercury and Ernest. Do you do you think that they just show the 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 jean vest in the back of the like uh, khaki hat? Like we're, we're gonna use uh, it's a tasteful see uh, filming technique. This is the tasteful scene where you just hear sex happening in another room, and there's a denim vest and hat hanging on the on the back of a chair in the dining room. Like even make it a mid credits uh, uh, little little special pleasure for everybody who sat through the first part of the credits like the, and then uh, you just discovered uh, that Vern uh, was Freddie uh, Mercury uh, <laughs> give it to me Vern <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to uh, dive into the bone of scone the bone of scone remember the bone of scone I don't think I do because I'm thinking about the the delightful pastry. Is is that the type of scone you're talking about? No, this was uh this is from the Pound Puppies movie. Oh, I'm I'm ignorant of the Pound Puppies movie. <clears throat> I had a couple Pound Puppies. This uh yeah, 
I remember their Saturday morning television show, but uh, my parents, no matter how loudly I begged, would would not take me to the movie theater. So this says, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm on the uh, Pound Puppies uh, fan wiki. It says, before puppy power was discovered, Arthur and his dog Digalot encountered Sir McNasty. <laughs> Then they come across the legendary sword Excalibur and the Bone of Scone. After they pulled the sword and the bone, they discovered puppy power and Arthur became king of England. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how many times I pulled the bone and discovered the puppy power of England. <laughs> that's that's not a sexy thing to say when when you're done having sex with your elderly former teacher. Mm. Puppy power is that's an, an exclamation that one can make upon uh, upon ejaculation, but one should not. Yeah, yeah. When you're pulling the bone of scone, just keep it quiet for for Mrs. Wonderberg's <laughs> sake. <laughs> maybe maybe you at that point have to say. Full grown dog power. <laughs> Full grown dog. <laughs> if you don't want to run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. <laughs> All and good. Don't things. fuck your former teacher. <laughs> you loser. I feel like anything that doesn't bring up the fact that you're fucking your teacher is probably the best thing. You could say puppy power. Puppy power is better than you're my kindergarten teacher. <laughs> How many gold stars are gonna you gonna give me for that one? Ah, uh, hey there, lady. Uh, can you uh, assist me in pulling this loose tooth? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just have to. Uh... Save your your braggadocio for after you get that report card and know how well you actually did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You get a lot of needs work. Yeah, and then then your parents have to come in and have a conference with, with you your get new a, lover. You get the kindergarten grades though. It's not like a F. You get like a U. The unacceptable. It's just acceptable and unacceptable well, or whatever. Well, it stands for underwhelming now. Underwhelming. <laughs> you get sent to class with Mrs. Underberg. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I, I would prefer Mrs. Underberg to Mrs. Wonderberg. Oh, Mrs. Underberg is a bitter old woman. Yeah, but... Uh... Or actually, maybe I, I I should use her as an aperitif for for Wonderberg. <laughs> you know, these old old teachers uh, are not shy with the group sex. God damn! This is exciting. This is all news to me. I have not been fucking any of my uh, uh, school teachers. Yeah, when 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 they. Uh, 
took all the old metal playgrounds out and put in the safe plastic ones. Uh, Mrs. Wonderberg took that jungle gym and put it in her basement. And what a <laughs> fuck dungeon that is. Just hanging all over that thing. I noticed that what a spry uh, old lady. You, uh, the last time that we hung out, I noticed that you had uh, like burns on the back of your upper thighs. And uh, you said that uh, it was a work accident. But I, I recognize those are from an old hot metal slide. <laughs> <laughs> she makes you go down that thing all oiled up. Oh, yeah. And naked. Like, I look like a rotisserie <laughs> chicken after a couple of slides, but it's worth it. Conspiracy Ooh. theory. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump has an old metal basement in the White House or old metal jungle gym in the white house's basement that he's been he's on the merry-go-round he's making other people uh, make it go real fast while he tries to stay in the middle standing up <laughs> that's why he's always real wobbly going downstairs <laughs> he's just always dizzy he he keeps telling people he invented playing kickball but with swings as home plate He's like, nobody was doing that before me. I'm the first person to play a swing kickball. Is that a thing? Did like, you never like you, play you, that? Like they are you saying that the, the batter slash kicker would be in a swing so they could supercharge their kick? Yeah, you do supercharge no, kicks from did. the swing set. Oh now, I did look, a lot of swing jumping. The, the look of anger on your face that That's realizing fucking awesome and I did no, we had an actual, I mean, I guess it was cool. We played on the actual baseball field. Like, there was a Little League baseball complex all around my elementary school. So yeah. So, we had multiple baseball fields to play kickball on. Yeah, you need a swing set that doesn't have anything else around it for a while in one direction. But, yeah, you can set up a diamond and just have it so you can really wallop that ball. And just send it sailing, and then you have to do, you have to do a kick and then jump off and start running down the first baseline as soon as you make contact with that ball. That sounds very fun. I I would try that. I I, I would probably make a day out of uh, out of that <laughs> if I could find people who are willing to do it. We need to start scouting for a, a swing set. All right. Well, let's see. That was was that, that is nothing sacred. Yeah, is nothing. Is that sacred. what we were doing? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So this is my I got a, a, this is my second idea this week. Menu hacks. I'm sure you're familiar with this idea. The the idea of uh, menu hacks at a restaurant. Things you uh, can do. Like, I always hear it like ordering off menu. Like, yeah. They'll do they'll do this thing if 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 you tell like if you know to ask. Make then it bacon crazy for me, or put yeah, put extra bacon on it, or you can get uh, double veggies for no extra cost. Do it manimal style. <laughs> Do it manic style. I want you to make this burger as fast as you fucking can. <laughs> yeah, that's like this, one. Like pretend you're on family double dare and none of this really matters you just have to complete the task 
and then wrap that messy shit up, squeeze it into ball form, make it small enough so it can all fit in my mouth at once. The people, a lot of people don't know this. If you go to uh, rallies and you say, is this a checkers? Then they have to tell you it's a checkers. <laughs> Does that work the other way around? No, no. Checkers does not fuck around. If you go to a checkers and ask if this is a rallies, they will throw you out on your ass. You do not listen. You do not want to fuck this up. However, if you go to a checkers and you ask for croutons, they are going to have to, they legally have to give you all of the Texas toast that they have left over from back when they used to do the uh, rodeo burger. Hmm. Do they have to give you like a jug of, of uh, past dated barbecue sauce too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They actually, they, they had to keep it all because of uh, some EPA regulations. They, there's there. It's a, it's a weird, they're caught in a weird, uh, whether or not uh, there were EPA regulations, I think they'd want to after the, the the demand for that Mulan Szechuan sauce or the the sauce that that went with the Michael Jordan burger at McDonald's in the nineties. Like these things sell for thousands and thousands of dollars on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This past week I was drive I was on a road trip and uh, we went to a McDonald's. As as one does, and uh, my son was like, "I want that Travis Scott meal," <laughs> <laughs> and I had to ask the person at McDonald's in Evansville, Indiana, um, <clears throat> "Can I get the Travis Scott meal, please?" What what does the Travis it, Scott meal entail? What's what's it's in lit. there? <laughs> it's a uh, <clears throat> Well, see, McDonald's learned their lesson and they didn't do anything dumb that would get them mobbed. They were like, hey, you know the Fortnite rapper? Well, his favorite thing is a quarter pounder with bacon and uh, and a barbecue sauce on the side for dipping his fries in. So that's mm. all it is. It's just a burger with bacon on it and a side of barbecue sauce. Uh, in talking about that rodeo burger, I'm going to say, keep mine not on the side, but put it on that burger. Put that shit. That's honestly, that's what McDonald's should have done. They should have been like, listen, Travis Scott has You're his fucking own special meal. dumb, Travis. Try this shit. And here's what, here's what it is. You drive to McDonald's, then you just go through the drive-thru. Don't even slow down. Keep driving. Go back out of the parking lot. Go across the street to a rallies or checkers. Say, Travis Scott told me to order the rodeo burger. It comes with a fucking onion ring on it and creamy barbecue sauce. It's unlike anything you've ever had before in your life. Don't go to Burger King. They also offer a rodeo burger. It's not the same. It's not the mm. same thing. It's a cheapo knockoff. I don't think that the that the uh, the rallies one is called the rodeo burger. I just can't think of the real name. I, I know what you're talking about. Comes yeah. on two big thick pieces of Texas toast. 
It's a discontinued item. They stopped carrying the Texas toast, and now it's just on a sesame seed. But actually, you know what? I went a couple of days ago. They don't even have that anymore. Trying to give me a hot dog. Like, oh, it's okay. We're still a place that has hot dogs. Oh, I mean, I've done it. But uh, fast food places, people don't want hot dogs from you. Mm. You know what? There's a local place that has a burger I really like. And I'll beep the name out. It's beep. <laughs> they have a similar burger with a with a breaded onion ring on it. Mm-hmm. And barbecue sauce. And, and they put beer cheese. And they put it on instead of a Texas toast. It's on a pretzel bun. Mm. And I, I, I don't, uh, I haven't uh, uh, gone out and uh, dined in a restaurant, but Laura was there and said, do you want me to bring you back something? I said, get me that burger. Get me that burger that has the pretzel bun and the onion ring. And it's, it's, they make it uh diner style, you know? Where instead of one Greasy big patty, spoon, but it's more like a two very flat, well done patties mm-hmm. instead of one big thick one. And I bit into that and thing. And they're crisp around the edges. I bit into this fucking thing, and they were both like raw hamburger on oh, the inside. No. Two, I don't even know how you do that. It was. It looked so well done on the outside. Those crisp. They little... made it just a little too thick because they, they just... don't go on the grill for very long. I think they just. I don't know how they did. It was it was inconceivable. I was so mad. I didn't say anything. I did, ate it. You I just was ate like, the whole thing. <laughs> I ate the whole damn thing. I uh, can I call a point of order? Yeah. Okay. I I, I feel like uh, we've brought up a bunch of ideas today, and uh, in general, your most recent ideas is the. the this is the hungry man cast right now. <laughs> I'm so fucking ready for a burger. And, and and I feel like my my desire to talk about fucking elderly teachers is waning and I just want to Con- I like you you're making me hungry talking about a raw cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is wait. Yeah, that's the end of point of order. <laughs> okay, it was just that. Uh, yeah, but so, we 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 didn't necessarily. Uh, we were talking about uh, going off menu. Menu. Hacks I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go on menu. All right. So that's uh, that's that's my second idea. That's menu hacks. Menu hacks. Menu hacks. The podcast. Let's go to the hotline. I swear to God. Oh, I didn't have this set up. Well, Hang pe- on. People want it to be a hot and fresh hotline. You know, sometimes what? you have to wait for quality. Let's go to the hotline. Oh, and I didn't have it turned on. God damn oh, it. man. Sorry. All right. <clears throat> Take three. All right. Let's go to the hotline. 
All right, I'll add it in post. Let's go to the hotline. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you want to do take take it over? <laughs> you want to redo this? Why isn't it working? Hmm. Oh, it might be a bad. I might have a bad connection here with the fucking thing. Uh, folks, we're going. We're we take uh, suggestions for podcasts from you. You can uh, contact us via Instagram at wdhapy. On Twitter at WDHAPY. Send us an email at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. Or you can call the podcast hotline. That's 702 P O D C A S P. Uh, we also will accept um, just opinions and abuse. Yeah. I, I'm I'm completely fine if you if you have a loudmouth friend who you're tired of listening to, give them this number and they can just ramble on. Yeah. Hey, maybe we you can got make like a podcast a, out of out of their terrible ideas. You got a blowhard uncle. You got a weird horny aunt. Send them both to us. Yeah. But separately. We don't want to have to deal with them at the same time. Yeah. Don't. Like uh, I don't I don't know if, if if we do voice conferencing for the hotline or not, but those those two cannot voice conference on a hotline mm. idea. <clears throat> Listen, send the blowhard uncle to us via internet. Send the horny aunt to us face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> we got a. This week, uh, our suggestion comes via our Facebook page. Uh, yeah, that's the other way you can get a hold of us that I didn't mention in the intro. Hey, you can go just search We Don't Have a Podcast Yet on Facebook. And uh, there you'll find a, a group of like-minded individuals who all uh, comment on our posts and say, Hey, this is my idea. Then this week... Uh, our suggestion comes from Steven, our old pal Steven. Oh. And uh, he writes, The Wicker Man. Okay. So, I think he was probably referring to the, uh, the Nicolas Cage film, The Wicker Man. Or the, the, the cult classic 70s British film. That it was a remake of, but I mean, but we know we we know Stephen mm. personally, and I'm willing to bet that he meant the, the Nicholas Cage. They're one. really both great. <laughs> uh, but this could be any number of things. Maybe we just talk about uh building a wicker man. We we could do that. Uh, per perhaps uh all of the memeable moments in the movie could give us segments. We could, yeah, uh, we could have do a that. How did it get burned? Segment where uh, you know maybe we're giving you tips on uh, your grilling techniques. Yeah. Or also how to prevent uh, uh, fires in your home. Yeah. But we first could also aid did, for uh, bee the bees. The bees. <laughs> yeah. Now, how about this? What if we? 
took Steven's verbal cue, the wicker man, and then we intentionally misinterpreted that in a way that would both excite and bewilder Steven by doing a podcast that in some way is about John Wick and don't invite him to be a part of it. <laughs> I'd, I'd be into that. I, I, I love those uh, Wicker Man movies. John Wicker Man. One, two, Man. and three. Yeah. Uh, don't be mean to that fellow's dog. If I'm a Wicker Man. And uh, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm a Wicker Man. And then it's just John Wicker Man going to shop for his new patio furniture. Just getting a Papa son. <laughs> Have you watched that new Bill and Ted movie that came out? I haven't. Uh, I I feel like uh, John Wick has kind of ruined Keanu's Tedness. He's too tough now. He just like he doesn't seem like he enjoys the world with the same just like lovable affability that he once did. Everybody just keeps thinking, God damn, his dog is so dead. <laughs> he took all those lives from his dog. What if it was John Wick, but it was like reverse John Wick? That's John Wick 4, and there's a guy uh, who's, like, the bad guy in the movie who um, wakes up one morning to find his wife has been murdered, and then he goes on a mission to kill everyone's dogs. <laughs> You you could also do like uh, John Wick's dog like, isn't you a don't cute, understand. sweet little puppy. It's like a Cujo, and uh, uh, the municipal government uh, decides that it must be destroyed, and so he's just killing a lot of people who are just like, I'm just doing my job. I work for the Humane Society. <laughs> Your dog had rabies from a bat. I just love the idea of a, of a another guy. Like halfway through the movie, runs into John Wick, who's killing his way through every gangster's dog. He's like, "You don't understand. My dog left me that wife before it died." <laughs> he just has a, a highly intelligent talking dog that is his most. Uh, it's like the relationship that saved him, but. He's just one of the him a, a simpering uh, <laughs> uh, I was just imagining that he's one of those guys who just gets a dog to meet women and then the dog dies and he's like, oh, I can never find another girlfriend and then the Yakuza kills his girlfriend and then he's like, now I'm going on a killing spree I'm John Pilot Light that's the opposite of John Wick in my mind. Pilot light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I really don't know what the opposite of a wick is. Mm. Just a block of wax with nothing in it. Uh. 
just Wickless, I guess. But then that would make people want to call him John Dickless, and that that can't happen. <laughs> hey, John Dick. That should have been a thing in the movie. <laughs> Flashback to him as a child. John Dick. John Dick. John Dick. Yeah. Is everybody, uh, all the children chanting John Dick at him until he's crying? All, all of these movie riff tracks are far day. too clever. We, we, we should do dumbed down movie riff tracks. Let's uh let's go to the Podtron forty five hundred. Let's do it. All right, so here we go. Holy hell! Can you hear that? Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is. Sounds like he's in rare form. Fuck! I had the NAS switched on. <laughs> oh, these are probably going to be some pretty Ugh. intense podcast ideas. Folks, the Podtron 4500, in case you are a first-time listener, is a artificial intelligence, a real-deal AI that we gave the names of successful podcasts to, and every week it generates a long list of theoretical podcasts that we could uh, make based on title alone. And uh, the first one we got this week <clears throat> is called Sword and Jason Needs of Friends. <laughs> That's Sword and Jason Needs of Friends. I, I think that, that the Podtron might have used that idea before. I think, I think that we might have used this suggestion. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> uh... No, we did Sword and Hot Wind. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a different... I remember it, like, it's always on about bladed weapons. It I mean, wants the Podtron, things. The Podtron wants to show you its knife collection. And... Yeah. We do a lot of... We end up doing a lot of bladed weapon podcasts, <laughs> but Sword and Jason needs a friend's. That's something that people don't know about artificial intelligences is they start to learn and they develop affinities for certain things. And they start to, yeah, they take on a life of their own. They're like, they end up being really into like pewter sculptures of wizards holding crystal balls or <laughs> swords or black light posters or yeah. Uh, little they cocaine that mirrors. You buy with them a three wolves T-shirt and drape it over their corporeal form. Yeah, they they do that. that you're too. Still they, working on, not done yet. Yeah, they suck. They suck the lady from Superman three in, and then they replace her body with wires, and then they're like, "Now put, now put this who ate all the pussy T-shirt on me." And you're like, it's not even that funny. And they're like, it's funny. Like, all right. All right, artificial intelligence. And that's the plot of Superman 3. But this is uh, Sword and Jason Needs a, a Friends? Needs a Friends. Okay. So, I would imagine this would be... Maybe the... Uh, I mean, clearly, it's going to be... I think this is the the Podtron trying to tell its story. Sword Apparently, it wants to be uh, uh, addressed as Jason now. <laughs> Jason, well, I thought maybe it I was know how much Jason, it loves 
from the Friday the 13th oh, franchise. Damn. Maybe the Patron just wants to be Jason's. I mean, he carries a machete, not a sword, but. But he, he needs a friend's plural. So he's talking about the TV show Friends. Oh, yeah. He's just uh, the, during the pandemic, he's run through all of his uh, binge watchability and is used to uh, meeting out his friends intake a few episodes a, d- a day. And by the time he was done with it, he was ready to start again. But now he's just hardcore friends watching. I was going to say that this could potentially be a situation where um, my first thought was to go to we try and figure out which episode of Friends would be the best one to have Jason in it. Mm, I mean, they would all be improved by Jason. I think that Jason would be an improved. Listen, in a lot of ways, New York was the fourth character on Friends. But maybe Jason could have been the fifth character. Do you, do you think that there are only three friends? I mean, yeah, the other three <laughs> were fake friends. And I think like which it's ones are obvious. imaginary? Well, they weren't imaginary; <laughs> they were just duplicitous. Oh, so you're saying the show should have been called uh, "Friends and Enemies" or "Friends and Frenemies" or "Friends at All"? Mm. It would have been. Uh, you have it. Would, it would have been called like if you want to get real specific, it would be called friends and himbo and dumb dumb and cuck nobody likes. Okay, so you're throwing Joey out and Ross. Who's dumb dumb? Oh, you know what. I'm willing to say the friends only applies to the women. I was <laughs> okay. I, I was like, it's. I, I think that it's maybe Matthew Perry. I was gonna say that it, that uh, these are just all potential rapists, and it's probably good that Jason is jumping on the scene. I was gonna say that Dum Dum was Phoebe, but now that I think about it, I don't think any of those dudes were actually friends. They were all just horny losers who lived across the hall from the friends. Mm. Those women had a real, they shared a bond. <laughs> friends and hangers They're on. The heart and soul of that sad, show. horny and weirdos and friends. The they are. Yeah, they are the, they are the humors. You have your, all right, so you got what? Blood, bile, phlegm. Well, you gotta you gotta separate the bile. There's black bile and uh is it yellow bile? Yeah. Okay, so blood, that's Ross. He's only there because he is a blood relative of Monica. Fair enough. Uh black bile is Chandler for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh uh then you have uh Yellow bile, that's gonna be Joey. Okay, we we could probably make a uh, Gunther one of the bile. I was gonna say Gunther is Flem for <laughs> okay. sure. And there 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 might be one more, and we could probably make it. A, mm, mm, who was it that played uh, Monica's much older boyfriend, <laughs> Tom Selleck? Could, Tom could Selleck, yeah, he's come. Okay, 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, he's the fifth. He's the mythical fifth humor. Mm-hmm. Sticky ropes hanging from that majestic mustache. Yeah, he carries he... little mush mustache comb with him. No, he's not getting combed on. He is combed. I know, but uh, what comes out of those pores? Is it uh, a true, like a normal man's sweat? Or is, is he just so full of gum that he needs he's just, a mustache comb? He's some sort of Kafka-esque cum monster. Mm-hmm. It really makes me, it reframes the way I watch uh, Magnum P.I. now. Um... Yeah, Sword and Jason needs a friends. Okay, I, I've got one from the Patron list. Uh, All right. This one is number 54. True crime game killers. <laughs> and I, I was thinking that a lot of times people say, uh, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. But if you hate that game enough... You're probably going to have to kill a couple of players. True so, crime game killers. I, so I, this is this is like a terrorist podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or it's like uh I guess it could be No, yeah, no, the or or people who just uh, cheat the rules when you're playing Monopoly, like it, like every podcast could be leading up to a board flip. True. Welcome to True Crime Game Killer, the Elliot Rogers story. He he didn't hate the players; he hated the game. And then just unloads a Glock into. I mean, it's got to be Monopoly. I can't oh, think of any other game that's uh, inspired more hatred than Monopoly. Uh, Risk. Risk, I feel like, is is probably a strong uh, contender there. Yeah. I never played the board. Like, I've, I've played uh, online and cell phone versions of Risk that were unflippable, but I've, I've still never played an actual four-and-a-half-hour would... board game of Risk. That would be probably the coolest thing they could possibly do with the board game Risk is, uh, or the video game version of Risk, rather, is to uh, just add, it's like, press right trigger to flip the board. <laughs> I thought you were going the opposite way and just having like a a lead Risk board that it takes two people to lift up and put on the table. It's a 600-pound risk board. Like every move that you make with your somehow five-pound little trinket uh, takes actual effort. Can you imagine, like, in all those old movies where they had, like, the generals standing around a map and they're pushing the little tanks and things around? And they, they have, like, a How often somebody must have just flipped. To do yeah. <laughs> they're, like, just pushing the little horses and tanks around. Like, how often that thing must have just, like, the president comes by and just flips it over because he's so fucking mad about the wars. Or 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 an aide sneaks in and replaces all their little tanks and stuff with the, the little shoe and the, the race car and the <laughs> symbol. 
what now what happens if we push this bug over into Lithuania? Uh sir, that bug just died there. He's not part of our army. Well, that bug's got the right idea. <laughs> I, I, I like the gumption of that dead bug. Uh, I, I think that we, 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 we should have pushed into Lithuania and then we'd have a pincer technique. <laughs> That's where the invention of the pincer technique yeah. comes from. From Just that dead bug. bug, yeah. That bug that died on the Somehow board. an Egyptian scarab landed on, on our president's <laughs> risk board. Where we're... <laughs> I'm no historian, but how come there haven't been any wars where somebody just storms off mad like in Risk? Risk is supposed to be a simulation of real global warfare. I mean, I, I think that... Uh... The bomb is flipping the board. Like, I mean, oh, we all true. live in, in fear that somebody is going to flip that fucking board at some point in time. I believe it was Albert Einstein who said, I do not know with what weapons World War Three will be fought, but World War Four will be fought with flipping the board. <laughs> And here I thought it was going to be fought with foam bats and hoverboards. <laughs> be... He said, I don't know anything about World War Four, but I'll tell you this. World War Three will be fought with soup for my family. <laughs> hmm. I hope it's Italian wedding soup. That's my favorite thing to get hey, my head caved in so with. It's soup for my family. <laughs> Man, I love that quote. Uh, all right, here's my next one from the Podtron. This is called Nice Wrong About. Nice Wrong About. Nice Wrong About. Okay, so so this uh, is this going to be us finding people uh, making factually inaccurate statements, but ones that were like, there is an aesthetic pleasure to your inaccuracy. Uh, I mean, I think that there's two different ways that this could go. The first is that, uh, you could do like, uh, like just, uh, find, You could find uh, uh, like videos of people doing like military drills, and when they say "about face," <laughs> one guy turns in the wrong direction, like opposite of everyone else, and then we just clown on him, just dunk on him. Well, we you know that's that's what uh, Full Metal Jacket was about. Like everybody was so cruel to Gomer Pyle, and we saw how that ended. Maybe we yeah. can just give them constructive criticism. Maybe not clown so much as mime on them, because it's a podcast. Like we 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 can you know pinch our noses and uh, stick our thumbs in our cheek, bite those thumbs. No, no, we gotta fuck with them. That was wrong. Yeah. My other idea for nice wrong about would be where we uh, find like uh, academic types 
mm-hmm. who have uh, written an about the author, and then we fact check their about the author. That could be fun. So, like, uh, like uh, <clears throat> I don't know, just off the top of my head, uh, um, uh, Jessica Krug, the latest uh, Rachel Dolezal lady <laughs> to come out. Oh, I'm not. I'm not aware of a new Dolezal. Oh, are you serious? No, We're... I haven't. I haven't uh, done a good job this weekend. Of what, there's at least two. There's, I think, a third now in Indianapolis. Another black lady who turned out to be a white lady pretending to be a black lady. But uh, Jessica Krug. Uh... It's wild to me that it's all women that are doing this. <laughs> mm. Because growing up, I'd be, I would have thought it was all dudes. She, uh, she, the, Jessica Krug, uh, was an academic who described herself as Afro Latina, a, a child of the Bronx, and an unapologetic member of the hood. And and it turns out that she was just a white lady. Oh yeah, just a white lady. So, she, like from Iowa. <laughs> Corn, yeah. corn country? So, not, hey, Jessica Krug. Nice wrong about. <laughs> da, 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 okay, so this this is like a busting podcast. This is where we just uh Yeah, we find like author bios from articles or books and then we clown on people's uh uh self uh self descriptions. Like uh maybe you read uh you read a book by uh, Alan Dershowitz, and it's like Alan Dershowitz is a professor of law at Harvard University and uh, not a wife murderer who helps other wife murderers get out of jail. Yeah. And we're like, uh, point of order, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> he also is a loving father. <laughs> and he left it out. He's a very cool dude. He invented the idea of putting pineapple on pizza, and I, for one, support that. Nice wrong about. Nice wrong about. You got one more? Uh, Yeah. And this one uh, kind of goes with Steven's idea. It's called Dirty Eight Tenant. And I think this is a podcast where uh, we have eight different recording sessions with Nicolas Cage and try to make them talk to each other. <laughs> so I mean, this... we have to get some space ghost technology going here. But I, I would like an earlier recording of Nicolas Cage to be interviewing seven other Nicolas Cages. So we have eight different, maybe we could find eight different like uh, recordings of Nicolas Cage being interviewed. And then we uh, interview all of the different Nicolas Cages. Oh, it's yeah. Like the, it's like the Magnificent Seven, but it's the Dirty Eight Tenant. I mean, we, we can probably uh, mine some uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, what, what, what are they called? Like mega cuts or whatever, where they just have... 30 minutes of him saying ridiculous lines. We have the one. We just have a space ghost interview with him. 
We yeah, one of them is just us. Every time we cut to the vampires kiss Nicolas Cage, he's just going 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 or whatever. Is it is he doing the alphabet or is he counting? I can't remember. It's the alphabet. He yeah. he's, he's angry that his assistant has misfiled something. That's right. That makes so much more sense than just counting. Just Nicolas Cage yelling the alphabet. I mean, regardless of whether it's numbers or letters, it's how your child should learn. But the, we both agree this has to be Nicolas Cage yeah. related. Yeah. And 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 you know, we're we're doing a thing on the internet. We we have not done a dedicated Nicolas Cage thing. That, right, that seems so- like a, a a misstep on our part. Okay, so here are here's what we have for ideas. We have Puncher's Chance. Where are they later? Is nothing sacred? Menu hacks. The Wicker Man. Sword and Jason needs of friends. True crime game killers. Nice wrong about. And dirty a tenant. My, my thoughts are we should either do menu hacks or the Nicolas Cage podcast, which is both Dirty Eight Tenant and The Wicker Man. I think menu hacks is probably the best the best idea on this list. I okay. got I gotta say menu hacks. It made me so hungry that I had to call a point of order. That that's a pretty good indication that that's that's. A podcast. And maybe as part of this, as part of the podcast, we do a point of order, but the point of order is where we pause the podcast because somebody gets so horngry. This is a new thing I'm coming up with. It's like hangry, but instead of angry, you're horny and hungry. Yeah. That you but have if to you fuck your stop food, the you show ruin it and then you can't eat it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a uh, point of order will be where we both of us are fighting the urge to order food because the the <laughs> podcast has made us too hungry. Okay. And 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 maybe, you know, like on on the sly I compile some uh Nicolas Cage eating fast food bits. Yeah, we'll get some Nicolas Cage in there too for all the cage heads. All right, folks. Well, if you want to hear uh menu hacks, the podcast should we do it with an X? I think we did a life hacks one and we used an X. Let's do three X's. Make it a little horny, a little horngry. That's the menu hacks. Uh, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. There you'll find every Friday premium episode we've ever released as well as get uh, first access to all of those ones every Friday uh as well uh if you like the show go on over to apple podcasts and leave us a review uh give us a five star rating tell your friends follow us on instagram and all that and uh uh i mean if you're just a leech on society just uh hit that subscribe button and uh, we'll talk to you next monday yeah that sounds really good and i would just like to express my love to all of you all right. Good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.